0: Seven days of silence, 77 million accounts compromised, 2.2 million credit cards claimed to be the stolen property of customers of Sony Entertainment. These are the metrics of the great PlayStation Network disaster of 2011. Portal 2, the best thing since... Portal 1. And should console age be measured in dog years? I, Michael Yobaldi, James Day, and Ed Kirchgessner will discuss all that and more on the May 2nd Game & Player Podcast.
1: All right. Well, this began for me, I want to say a week ago Wednesday. Um I simply couldn't log in to uh PSN automatically. Weird little hiccup. I'm like, "Okay, fine. I'll force log in." Bam, everything's fine. This had been going on for probably 2 or 3 days until I I was there with the front row seat when it happened, trying to watch Netflix. And, um, yeah, it just stopped. And now here we are. In the aftermath. In the aftermath, yes. (laughs) So, now, James, I've already gone ahead and uh, canceled the credit card. I had a link to my account. Um, I'm not that paranoid about these... uh, identity theft schemes these days or whatever you want to call them simply because I've been the victim of so many of them. It seems like like once every other month I'm getting a letter in the mail from an insurer or a, a financial institution or a place of business saying, hi, our servers have been compromised. Here's a new card or here's a new ID number or any other number of things. That actually um, happened
0: to me last week out yeah. of the
1: blue. Uh, I, I don't think everyone's personal information is out there, whether you like that or not. So I don't think that really is the biggest issue here. I mean, whether you were a PlayStation network subscriber or not, you better not click on an email that's, you know, asking you to give your mother's maiden name, your shoe size and, you know, the square footage of your master bathroom. It's not, <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there's certain information you don't share over the internet, um, and I think any savvy net user understands that. So I don't think that's really the big issue here. There's still the specter hanging over the whole thing, which is you know, were credit card numbers compromised? Um, Sony's still not being as forthcoming as we'd like about that, but um, you know, that that's that's really to me the only thing that really concerned me in this whole mess and um, yeah that's why I did close out my account actually the the day this was announced uh, that that personal information and credit card numbers may have been compromised I just called it my provider and nixed the whole thing but
2: that's a noisy bike or whatever that was
1: that was a motorcycle I'm <laughs> sorry I'm enjoying the fresh air today gentlemen that's
2: okay
1: oh thank you thank you yes that was PlayStation Network subscribers riding off into the sunset. (laughs) (laughs) Out of here
0: without a cause.
2: (laughs) Now that was the hackers with all the uh, details. (laughs) See you later suckers. Um, Yeah um, I think my main problem and most of the people who've commented on this is main problem is not that the service went down not that it was you know attacked by outsiders because that kind of stuff happens all the time in internet land, in the, the times we live in, um, it's the, the fact that Sony couldn't give consumers a clear and quick uh, response to the questions of why, where is PlayStation Network, uh, are my details safe, uh, etc. Um, it's only really today, uh, uh, which we're recording on a Sunday, Sunday, May 1st. Um, Sony have actually clarified the situation in a uh, official press conference. Um, this is like uh, over a week and a half since the service actually went down. Yeah. Um, and in that time, we've only been uh, having like drips and drabs of information from the uh, Sony's blog. Um, right. And I'm sorry, a lame.
1: blog is not a place or to 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 be. Dispensing this information, in my opinion. I mean, exactly, yeah. I should be hopping hey on the you PlayStation doing? site. Great day, yeah, isn't it?
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, your personal details way, may have been compromised. Uh, better close out that credit card. Right. It's, as big of a blight
1: as it is on the PlayStation.com site, I'm sorry. I should type PlayStation.com into my web browser, and one of the first things I should see should be notifi- notifications about the service outage and what it means to me as a yep. subscriber
0: that seems to be the crux of this even though this seem th- this is business as usual in the age of uh cyber criminality again even though this is perhaps typical for sony it does seem like an unmitigated uh, uh, public relations debacle mm-hmm. that there was uh, the wrong kind of corporate optimism the maybe it won't be uh, nearly as bad as we think. Maybe our customers' personal information hasn't been spirited away by uh, people who are looking to bankrupt any and all of them. Right, what, and meanwhile, while by, actually keep their fingers crossed, right. you know, yeah, what's happening?
1: <laughs> A lot. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: And what we were hearing out of the PlayStation blog post as well was kind of contradictory at times as well. Um, it's... You know, they they didn't come out straight away and saying that they were the ones who actually took uh, PlayStation Network down themselves because they detected uh, intrusion. Um, they just kept everyone in the dark uh, till basically today. Even though they did send out, I don't know if you received an email as well, Ed. Uh, they sent, I uh, received one from Sony on the 28th, so that was three four days ago now. Mm-hmm. Basically. Uh, Trying to reassure customers, or why not even reassure, just state what uh, what's happened.
1: Right, um, and then advise us on who to contact uh, if we're at all concerned about identity theft. So, uh, in the U.S., everyone, it's the Fair Trade Commission. Uh,
0: <laughs> you know, speaking of the U.S., mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Sony, being a Japanese company, probably did not understand the American penchant for transparency, or at least the the vehement expectation among American consumers for transparency. And, well, I'll tell you what shocked me was that and the vengeance <sighs> that comes from from uh, uh, said consumer scorned. Oh yeah,
1: we're mean, <laughs> or at least we take our shopping seriously.
2: You you've sort of hit on something there. I, I think uh, Sony were. I, I'm guessing the people who run uh, run the Sony blog and the people who actually you know work at the data center for PlayStation Network, which I believe they said was actually in San Diego, California. They're probably different, you know, arms of Sony and not perhaps, you know, communicating properly uh, with each other and then, you know, giving the uh, public an informed appraisal of what actually has happened um, as well. Um, And also that there's this uh, kind of um, perception that Japan doesn't quite understand... Online and the internet as much as the West, uh, especially when it comes to video games um just they don't you know un- they don't understand all the need for accessibility and I guess in this case security so yeah that's perhaps a symptom of how such a big company could be uh,
0: so insulted suitant- by about or, yeah. about an incident that uh, could very well do a fair amount of damage to, to their credibility. Now, I'm sure there is a lot of cause for their confidence in their product simply overwhelming any kind of damage that this does, that people will say, ah, whatever, you know, it happens. I want a PS3 because I want to play these games. And that, that to a degree, it may be what uh, the powers that be are banking on. But certainly this is going to be 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 uh, indelible in the minds of a lot of people who were either active uh, uh, actively uh, compromised or know someone who uh, right. who, who was and is uh, knowledgeable and talkative when it comes to gaming, so it 'll be oh yeah yeah, like the p s n disaster
1: well yesterday, I was also reading an article i can 't remember if it was on Forbes or money or one of these uh, and just looking at the business ramifications of this. You really can't just think that Sony is the only company being negatively affected by this. Because if even, say, 10 or 20% of users call their bank to change their credit card information or their bank card and get a new card shipped to them, apparently it costs between 5 and $7 per instance of a card replacement.
0: That's materials, that's labor. Yeah. <laughs> that's money.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, so, so it's, 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 it's hundreds of millions of dollars just in terms of bank services incurred as a result mm-hmm. of this intrusion. So yes, tr- I'm sure Sony's losing millions upon millions of dollars in revenue right now, but yep. it's, it's not a, a, a closed system at all.
2: And don't forget about the, uh, like the third parties who sell their products on the PlayStation store as well. Uh, basically gone without two weeks with, you know, not making any money. Yeah, uh, People their thumbs. can't go and buy their games. I mean uh, I'm not sure but as so I don't use the PlayStation as much for playing downloadable games, but uh, with Xbox Live, if you're not signed on into Xbox Live or on the original console you download your content on, you don't actually you can't actually use uh, most games and DLC. Uh, that you've downloaded from Xbox Live Marketplace. So if it's a similar system on PlayStation 3, people might be uh, actually locked out of games they've already uh, purchased.
1: That's very so, interesting, and I haven't actually tried that yet either. Um, I, I should, because I have a number of downloadable games. Oh, here comes another motorcycle, everybody. <laughs> there he goes. Wait for it. My cat's going to There hide. he goes. All right, there he goes. But... um. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Um, I some, Somehow I, I'm under the impression that's not how PlayStation Network operates with downloadable games. Um, but I'm not positive. I don't know mm-hmm. what requires authentication and what does not. Um, if that is the case, you're right. That's a huge pain in the ass. Um, yeah. but, but everything I've heard so far is that only... Uh, online multiplayer games have really been affected by this. I, since I haven't heard a huge outcry of people not being able to play arcade titles, I'd imagine they're unaffected, but I, I
0: can't guarantee that. Well, here's what's on my mind. How is it done? Could it be done to someone else? Which means i probably excluding the Wii because all that you need to do is, I guess, hotwire it. Uh, so, I don't know, legions of <laughs> crooks break into your home and <laughs> take something i don't know I, I i i i don't get where you're going with that but that's hysterical so <laughs> continue please <laughs> i'm so, i am i i don't know if i'm not setting it up well um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was that well? You, you, to me, you just
1: completely trashed. Yes, <laughs> n- Nintendo as having absolutely no concept of the internet, what it's used for, or all right. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. You could use it to buy things. Okay,
0: so so I think this is an instance in which Nintendo's uh, Luddism or innocence of the internet uh, has them saying, "See, we knew this was nothing but trouble." But uh, well, oddly enough,
1: I don't think Nintendo uh, stores uh, credit card information. Um. Mm-mm. Every time I log on I may have set up this as a preference. I need to enter, enter my credit card number every single time. And yeah. I'm pretty lazy, so if I could have pop, popped it in there, I probably would have. So I don't think they let you store it.
2: Yes, and even then, you have to redeem the the Wii points. Uh, exactly, so you're buying you don't even points. To, yep. Yeah. You don't even have to put your card in every single time. So
0: so multiple even, cutouts. Less. chance. Yeah. But uh, potentially, Xbox Live could be vulnerable in the same way. Makes you wonder if something similar will happen. Perhaps it is uh, uh, only um, a vulnerability of Sony's, and uh, nothing will happen to to Microsoft. We may see changes in architecture, changes in uh, a procedure that uh, quietly come about because of this, because... uh, the uh, the IT folks at Microsoft learn what happened and they want to plug holes?
1: Well, I, I think that no matter what, um, this is going to be a wake up call for the industry. I'm sure Nintendo and, Sony, or, and uh, me, Microsoft are really looking at their network strongly mm-hmm. over the last week and a half because they don't want the same thing to happen to them. Who would? Yeah. Um, but James did ra- raise an interesting point as well. And I don't know enough about, you know, obviously. For good reason, we don't know how these servers are set up within these uh these corporations, but um I would imagine that any points based um, economy is far more secure than one like Sony's, which was simply give me your credit card and make the purchase mm-hmm. because you you could very f- feasibly have two completely distinct clusters of servers handling all transactions so there could be a microsoft financial server and then there's xbox live um right. and you can't whole, the, buy the, japanese groceries with xbox points exactly exactly they're itchy and scratchy <laughs> bucks and that's the good thing i mean much like traveler's checks i mean there's there's a there's a reason for transferring currency um one of them is control which is probably the main reason why a lot of these companies wanted to have points-based economies, but another reason is definitely security. Um, you're just adding an extra layer of complexity to a transaction, which makes it harder for somebody to get at personal information. Um, so that'll be interesting to see as well, is if Sony begins to somehow shy away from, you know, di- direct sales, for lack of a better, this isn't direct, but what would we call that model, um, a non-point system. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but but if they if they begin to shy away from that, and and suddenly we do see PlayStation bucks on the horizon, or some some other level of security. Mm-hmm. Um, only time will tell. But
0: you've got to think that that they're madly looking for precautions and safeguards mm-hmm. because I don't think they want to abandon their uh, their system.
1: No, right? I mean heck, what was just a week prior to this all happening? They rolled out a brand new uh, music service. Yes. Uh, Curiosity? Yeah. yeah. Curiosity. Curiosity, yes. Ho, ho, ho. So clearly, Sony's invested in you know, digital media distribution. Um, they're not going to stop using the PlayStation 3 as their portal for you know, letting consumers access digital media. I mean, heck, that's, that's basically what I use my PlayStation 3 for. I don't use it really as a gaming console. I think Portal 2 is the first game I've purchased for PlayStation 3 in close to a year. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything I do on my system is media-related. That's not to say I don't use it a lot. I probably spend more time on my PS3 than I do on my Xbox because it is my television, it's my Blu-ray player, it's my DVD player, uh, stream music through it. It, it. It is my primary media streaming device. So, you know, it's just as big a pain in the ass for a user who is using it to access media as somebody who's trying to play games online, you know, this, this network service outage. So yeah.
2: Something tells me that Xbox live, uh, at least to me, it feels more secure. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, ex- Microsoft have had like almost a whole extra console generation to, uh, you know, refine, uh, live compared to Sony's PSN, which I believe only launched when the PlayStation three launched, whereas Xbox live launched back in the halo two days of the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they, uh, f- to my memory, there hasn't been a similar situation, uh, that's happened to Xbox live. So
1: the only, uh, comparable situation was a number of Christmases ago, maybe in 2007 or 08. Um, service was out for actually a pretty long time, about 13 days, if I recall, for Mm -hmm. for some users. It it varied depending on where you were, how long the service outage lasted. But that was not related to a security breach. That was a lot of people getting Xbox 360s for Christmas and servers not being able to meet demand. I remember Uh, that. So that was the, the big hiccup for Xbox, but there's never been at least to the best of our knowledge, any instance where there's been a server compromise or um, anything of that nature.
0: Mm. But he was wearing glasses and a mustache. I <laughs> thought it was Groucho Marx. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd like to
2: think that Microsoft would be faster to address um, consumers as well, if that would happen uh, to them. Uh, well, of course, in retrospect, after this incident, you'd hope uh, you know any of the big three would... Uh, be more on the ball, but yeah, I would just seem to, I don't know, maybe I trust Microsoft a little bit too much, but uh, I don't know. I, I do feel substantially more safe with Microsoft than I uh, do well,
1: it years f- 30, It's funny you now. say that, because I feel the exact same way. Um, I felt that whenever there has been an issue with service, Microsoft has always been very forthcoming with the fact that there was an issue in service. Um, yeah. And they always are very quick to let people know what they're doing to fix it, and you know what you can expect in the future. Um, I, I, I think part, part what helps Microsoft a lot too is they've they've done, done a very good job of promoting personalities that are the consumer's gateway to the organization. Like uh, what's his name, Major Nelson. Major Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. Um, you know, love him or hate him the The idea of this guy is brilliant. Uh, I'll start that over. the The idea of this he guy didn't like him the Really, is brilliant on Sony's part because you know he's just like a likable everyman who sits down and has you know little digital fireside chats with Xbox Live <laughs> users, for lack of a better word. Yeah, and you know lets you know what's up and what's going to happen in the future. Sony does not have anything. To compare with that, what's the fake vice president they have that everyone thinks is <laughs> hysterical? And yeah. he is. Of course, the pers- the people operating this guy's Twitter account also have screwed things up royally <laughs> on a number of occasions because didn't they end up True. republishing the PS3 root code at one point?
2: Yes. <laughs> and Twitter they retweeted some- uh, <sighs> yeah, the, he- the
1: hex code or whatever it was. Right. Some, some teenager decides to... You know, tweet hacked root code to on the, on the Sony Twitter feed, and then this guy or somebody posing as this character retweets it. And you know, what is this? <laughs> some kind of a joke? Uh, it, no, Keith, sir, Hill. that's your root code. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, needless that, to say, that post was pulled, and uh, I'm sure Sony has reevaluated how to use this character and its likeness in the future. But um, yeah, there, there really never has been that same openness, it seems. Um, and, part of it perhaps is that Sony thinks, ah, we aren't really charging people an upfront fee for this service, so, do we need to have that sort of openness? You know, we're we're providing you a free service. No, you're not providing us a free service. You're providing me a gateway to which I pay money for services, be they from you or from third parties. So, you Sony's plenty responsible, and PSN needs to be treated as if it were a free, uh, a paid service, even if I'm not outright paying money to access
0: it. And speaking yeah. of uh, monetary values, uh, what are your opinions, respectively, on the compensation that has recently been announced? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh yeah i think me and ed are on the same wavelength here but <laughs> it's it's absolute it's it's nothing really it, like uh everybody who's already a playstation network uh subscriber is going to be receiving 30 days of playstation plus membership for free um which i'm not entirely sure but it that sounds like you know the the service should be having that, that already as a uh, sort of one-month free trial. Uh, that's what it sounds thing. like, actually. Um,
0: it, it, it sounds like a, a, a recasted uh, uh, trial membership yeah. being, being held like up like, as uh, uh, an IOU. They might as well exactly. be sending
1: us all postcards advertising PlayStation <laughs> the mail. I mean, that's basically what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: not we're to back mention, online, everybody. Now, please pay extra money so <laughs> you can have the extra service. You know, now that we're <laughs> exactly. all
0: talking about uh, PlayStation Network, uh, <laughs> did you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not nowhere near enough. I mean, I want to say that uh, when we were talking about Microsoft downtime before, I want something went off in my brain that makes me think that they actually gave out a free game. Game at one point for some kind of technical uh They did problems. as an apology. Yeah, they so did.
1: you had your choice this, of like four or five titles.
2: Yeah, so um, Sony's uh, apology uh, is definitely seen. It's really just kind a marketing pitch, comparison.
1: right? Yeah. Now, granted, with PlayStation Plus you will be getting free games. However, as soon as your PlayStation Plus uh, mm-hmm. trial period ends, your free game has become unplayable. I don't think they mentioned that little fact uh, because that is the nature of PlayStation Plus. It's actually, I, I've got to say, I, I'm kind of a fan of PlayStation Plus. I signed up for one reason and one reason only. I needed to experience Hulu Plus on PlayStation 3 as soon as it was available. And the only way to do that was to be a PlayStation Plus subscriber. So yes, I basically paid $50 to be a beta tester. You can make fun of me for that, but <laughs> everyone did that when they uh, bought that one game that came with the Halo 3 uh, beta code two years ago. Crackdown. Years- Crackdown. You know, did anybody really buy Crackdown to play Crackdown?
0: You probably no. did.
2: I... I actually quite like Crackdown, but that's actually
1: it's a pretty good game. <laughs> besides the point, but you know, granted, I think that the, one of the, the main reasons a lot of people into the states definitely bought that game was to play Halo Three in beta form. But um, yeah, it's, it's PlayStation Plus is actually a, a rather sound service. They don't do a very good job of advertising what all you get with it. But um, if if you're an idea of basically if you're a fan of the idea of paying a subscription fee for access to third-party arcade games it's actually a pretty good deal Um, if you want to have a a constant stream of new things to try. Because every month, you're getting brand new games to download. Um, But yeah, that's besides the point. Uh, Because 30 days of that is something that they should have been doing anyways.
0: So the bottom line... Is this the Exxon Valdez of the video game industry?
1: Goodness. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an analogy for uh, oil covered penguins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <just> <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait, there aren't penguins in the North Pole, are there? Oil covered water birds.
0: Yeah, uh, basically.
2: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. See, so yeah, yeah. if I didn't have to have PlayStation Network to review games on, I may have, you know, kind of rage quit after this because, yeah, it's kind of—it's not just that they were the hacked; it was it was the uh, poor communication with consumers. Um, it was really, really uh, upset me, shall we say? Yeah.
1: No, I agree with you 100%. Um, If if I did not need a PlayStation network for authentication to use a number of the third-party applications I've already downloaded, I too would be canceling my membership right now. Um, If if I could use Netflix on my PS3, if I could use Hulu Plus on my PS3 without being a PSN subscriber, that's exactly what I would do. Um, However, um, because I'm such a fan of the ps3's software as you know for 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 media streaming and its apps for accessing services i'm I'm basically going to bite the bullet and just stick with it um but it's a shame i I think this really has sullied um the uh, the appearance and the persona of, of of
0: of sony and playstation um yeah it's it is a shame In spite of all the reasons why we can rail against uh, Sony, we can thank them for uh, bringing uh, Gabe Newell into a convention center, uh, having him search for the men's room, and accidentally ending up behind a podium um, announcing the uh, imminent release of Portal 2. And uh, Portal 2 is out, and both of you gentlemen have played. What are your thoughts? So, I didn't quite
1: know what to expect from Portal 2. The main reason I actually wanted to purchase the game was to check out Steam functionality on the PlayStation Network. Um, Granted, I can't do that right now. (laughs) Why is that? (laughs) But I have been so pleasantly surprised by this game. Um, The script is pure brilliance. Everything that... Uh, I believe it's is, is GLaDOS the name of the computer that's overseeing yeah, things. GLaDOS or Yeah. Um I don't want to be you know be putting out too much of a spoiler, but since it happens in the first five minutes of the game Okay.
0: <laughs> Feel free. All right. Spoilers <laughs> ahead. Spoilers ahead. <laughs> danger, danger, danger. To- danger. danger. GLaDOS danger. Is
1: back, buddy. All right. <laughs> Glados is back. I think we've already seen pictures of her. In marketing yep. materials, so we should know Glados is back. That's all I'm going to say really about that. But um, we've
0: e- we've even had sensationalist articles about how uh, uh, uh physical structure resembles a woman hanging upside down in uh, BS and M uh, uh, accessories. <laughs> so which it actually where have those. you been looking, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Some
2: dark part of the internet that I don't frequent.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the the lines back to Portal 2 that the scriptwriters have come up with for GLaDOS to spout out, she was funny in Portal 1. She is downright hysterical in Portal 2. Maybe I've just been in a very good state of mind when I've been playing, but every level I find myself chuckling at what she says. Um, it's just fun. Uh and and I think another thing I love about the Portal games is how they're so chunked up. I can I can just play for five minutes and feel like I've accomplished something because I've gotten through one of the levels. Um, their play structure is just perfect for casual play, in particular casual play for the more hardcore gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, is a single player experience. I think this is a home run. I I just love it in the same way. I love portal one. And, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how long a game it is. Uh, I'm not that far in. I think I'm on maybe the 17th puzzle right now. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping that there's a lot of longevity in the single player experience. Um, I'm hoping that it's a longer game than the first one was at least, but that remains to be seen.
2: I finished the game and obviously no spoilers. And I've, This is just going by my kind of, uh, my estimates, but I believe it's roughly about three times or two, eh, probably about two to three times the length of Portal 1.
1: That's Um, not bad. It's one took me about five or six hours, I think. Okay.
2: Yeah. The first one took me about four hours, maybe.
0: Um, Yeah. Same for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's quite a
2: weird experience for me because there's like three distinct sort of chapters in the new one. Um... And kind of every time I reached an end of one of those chapters, I thought, okay, the, you know, the conclusion's right around the corner. Because um, basically where I got up to the kind of chapter, end of chapter one, it kind of felt about the same length as Portal 1. So I was like, okay.
1: Okay, I uh, think I'm still heart soon, in, the, in the heart of chapter one now. So, yeah.
2: Okay. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot longer. Um, it, it, yeah, it, the weird thing is it makes you feel like you're kind of Right at the end when you're not, which kind of got me feeling a bit irritated at times. Um, you know, you kind of at some point you want a game to be finished, Right. and when it doesn't finish, you kind of like, oh, okay, I've got to you know plan a few more hours
1: of meanwhile this game back now. at the ranch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, go on. Well, uh, that's I mean, really, that's all I've been able to exp- uh, experience is the single player game. So I really can't. Uh, comment on the new cooperative gameplay or anything of that nature the only thing i will say is on playstation 3 which is obviously where i've been playing this um the graphics i'm gonna say are slightly underwhelming and it may be because of you know where i am in the game i haven't played portal 1 in a while so i can't quite remember the look there either everything just has this very plain candy-coated shimmer to it. Um, It's as if, though the resolution is high, the texture detail is low. Mm. Um, And not that that's a bad thing. It's just that I I would have expected a little bit more in the art department, I think. But uh, I'm, I'm still enjoying the game immensely. It's not really taking me out of the experience. In some way, it makes completing the puzzles a bit simpler because you're not You know, trying to discern details in these crazy objects. You know, everything has a certain uniformity to it, which helps. Um, And a great deal of this may have been intentional on on the developers' part. You know, I'm I'm not really criticizing here. I'm more just making an observation that this is not a graphical benchmark, at least what Mm -hmm. I've seen so far. And that Um,
0: tends to be a uh, uh, a characteristic of Valve that they're not going to be pushing the envelope. Aesthetically.
1: Yeah. They do a lot with what, they're, what they use. Um, I mean, I think people would be amazed at, uh, I'm thinking Team Fortress 2, for instance. I don't think that's a particularly uh, demanding game for any system to run.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but right. it looks fantastic. The character models are charming. Uh, they use cell shading or a variation on cell shading to new heights,
0: I'd say. Um Oh yeah, I perhaps this is just me and my obsession with the uh, with the franchise, but I still feel I I recently played uh, Half Life Two, and did not feel like I was playing a seven year old game. No,
1: no, it stands up for especially the 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 uh, episodic content episode
0: uh, episodes one one and two. two.
1: Yeah, uh, the graphics are really kicked up a notch in those. And yeah, they still very well stand on their own. I mean, there's really little to separate the look of those games from um, the Left 4 Dead games, which I feel look very good mm-hmm. on console, at least. I, I haven't played any of these games on, on PC, but uh, on console, I think they stack up very well.
0: Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just Valve's ability to... Uh, uh... Divert your attention from shortcomings in, uh, or we have simplifications in their graphical world uh, through gameplay. That it, it just works as a better whole rather than you're being able to separate um, the 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 depth of the mechanics of the right. game from the appearance of it.
1: That's a good point. I mean, when your games are sporting what is, uh, well, I would say the the best physics engine in the industry. Um, oh yeah. You you tend to overlook other details because the rest of the game feels so right all mm-hmm. the time.
0: Yeah, that was actually uh-huh. a very very uh, uh, humorously um, uh, a shock in uh, in the Half Life Two games. Uh, as, as one fellow, the, the the guy who actually made that uh, humorous web comic, um, <laughs> which is hysterical, yeah, uh, uh, love that. C- concerned, yep. he said, uh, "What I always like is that you would say, hmm this is a this seems to be an obstacle. It's like a puzzle.'" I wonder if I put two things on this lever. Oh my gosh, it works. Yeah. Where the, the physics engine was responsive and was very representative of reality. And it was, it was, it was a shock, and it, it, some, sometimes it came uh, uh, as an impediment in itself because your expectation was is that this game is not going to f- perform uh, like real life. Indeed. So, you know, and here's well, Portal, which is a game that is, that is uh, 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 part and parcel to physics.
1: No, definitely. Now now, James, the majesty of the Source Engine aside, you mentioned that um you may have a couple of minor misgivings with Portal 2. I'm I'm curious what there was perhaps that you were at all critical about with the game.
2: It's I think it's probably a victim of hype mainly. Um I'm, there's something about Portal One uh, that was just really like nice and compact and just a complete package. Even though many complained it was too short or you know too expensive or something for such a short game. Um, this one, I mean, we touched on earlier that it kind of kept making me think that it was almost over, and then you know threw another three hours at me or whatever. Um, I, I don't know. I think. I think in both games I have uh, a kind of disconnect between the humorous side of uh, the games and being in the shoes of Shell. Um, I, I I don't know. I think it's I do prefer like games that completely immerse you in the atmosphere, and that's okay. normally what Valve is is good at. Uh, Half Life uh, One and Two, obviously, you're placed in Gordon Freeman's uh shoes and you're never taken out of it for like a cutscene or anything meta and things like that Mm -hmm. Um, but this is kind of strange because yeah there's this whole humorous undercurrent uh going on with going sort of alongside this kind of some of the sinister things that have happened uh you're basically a clone who has you know spent her whole life being... Not listening. ...run through a maze. Not, like, not listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I just... I don't know. I think <laughs> after... Uh, and the, sort of the shine is kind of worn off a little bit for me after having played Portal 1 as well. Um, so those kind of minor gripes maybe pile up uh, yeah. a little bit for me. But, huh. you know, it is still a fantastic game. The puzzles were... We're really great um the, the third part second or third part of the game when they start introducing the uh the different gels, which is not really spoilers because they show them in trailers but the the different gels that you can um like um, put on the floors and s- ceilings and things like that to give you different properties like making uh making the surfaces bouncy or uh giving you less friction so you can run really fast uh Very that cool. really okay. yeah that, that really keeps the mechanics feeling interesting. because I thought thought the first third where you're uh, still on uh, was way too similar to uh, Portal 1. It's basically, it's, it takes place in the same part of the uh, enrichment center.
1: Right. Uh, it's, it's all, I think well. it really serves as a training level for those who yeah, didn't yeah. play the original game. That's really all that it is. Um,
2: yeah. It gets people so, up to speed. Yeah, after that bit, I uh, was coming to the end of that bit, I was thinking, okay, this kind of is a little bit by the numbers, Um but yeah, so it, it waits till like the second or third chapter for that stuff to kick in and the proper story revelations that actually uh, occur, again, take place later on. So okay. mm-hmm. it's, yeah, again, I acknowledge its greatness. Maybe it's been given a bit too much hype. Uh, worth mentioning that I haven't played the co-op because I'm waiting for someone or anybody who's, you know, <laughs> to uh, play with me. Most people are stuck behind the whole PlayStation network outage um, with a PS3 and PC. Well, James,
1: perhaps um, in as few as two or as many as
0: 30 days, <laughs> you and I will be able to play online together. With <laughs> uh, your PlayStation Plus. Yes. Very graciously given uh, to you by the benevolent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Screw that, Casarai. We're going to play games anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's great. People should check it out. Um, I have guys- to say, I have
0: to say, uh, to the extent that you find it uh, potentially derivative, one of my one of my uh, suspicions always was, given that the value of Portal One was the twist um, and just the, yeah. the 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 discovery of who was behind your predicament and uh, where your, your uh, 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 discoveries would lead you. I um, just wondered what one could possibly do in, in portal two. And I, I wonder if what you're talking about is a lot of assaults on the fourth wall um, that, that, that self-reference perhaps can be taken to an extreme and that affects immersion. Um, I don't know. Is that, is that pretty, at all, what uh, is going on in your mind?
2: Um, I think it's just mainly the that the, the game humor. is aware that it's portal Two? Um, kind of, yeah. It's I mean they can't it's a little self-aware when they they basically obviously the big meme from the last game was the cake is a lie uh, and the ending song, which by the way there is another you know ending musical number which again I don't think lives up to the you know emulates the. Success of the first uh,
1: one. Did John Um, Colton or whatever his name is? Did he write this? Yeah, Jonathan Colton. Yeah,
2: it's another.
0: I don't see how he couldn't have. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, But there's another separate meme that I won't spoil. But if you've been following some of the uh, the build up, especially the Steam deal, uh, the the potato sack uh, promotion to try and. Uh, I have not. No, I'll have to check it out. um, there's. You might sort of you know deduce what the meme's going to be from that. Yeah. Uh but yeah it's just I don't know. It's just me probably. I don't think anybody else is uh well, mentioned for but um
0: did, I, I think there is something do? fair about being critical of a game that that apes the the original success and as you said I mean it's lo- it's looking for a meme. It's looking for a successor companion cube. I uh, I'm. I'm not sure how much longevity that that would have. I mean, obviously, people are probably enjoying themselves because it's a great game. But to to uh, try to replicate that uh, time after time, I I, I don't know how uh, how much mileage you can get out of that.
2: Yeah, I have no idea where they're going to go if they're going to go to Portal Three because the ending is kind of is it definitive final. In a way, yeah, I, I can't say much without spoiling it for Ed and anyone listening. But yeah, it kind of seems like they, unless they do something com- kind of different with it, with the setting, I, yeah, it's going to have to be quite different.
1: Well, one thing I would say about that too is I think that Valve's the sort of company that would know a franchise is over. Mm. Uh, at least I hope.
0: I would agree. Actually, so, um, because I think
1: that they have the the wherewithal to know. Hey, we shouldn't force something else, and they have no one else telling them to pour, force something else on the pipe. That's what's so. so beautiful. Um, I, I think that if 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 if, 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 if uh, the past holds true, that they will indeed
0: stop. Um, but we'll see. We'll this is a company that's been sitting on episode three for four years, so I think yeah. you're onto something, Ed. What that's... now? To, to move to, to to just divert ourselves for a second. Do you have any idea why it's been so long? Have I, uh, I think I've it's articulated my theory. I'll give you my theory in less than 30 seconds. Okay. I think that it was a result of Valve identifying, perhaps reluctantly, that one of their flagship, uh, flagship if not the flagship game, was a culprit of, um... One of the primary uh, uh, differences, problems that uh, Gabe Newell has with gaming, Gabe um, Newell, the, the the large, massive genius head of uh, <laughs> Valve, um, kind of like a a, a, a a likable Michael Moore of of gaming, um, has uh, a, a, a critique of first person shooter gaming. Um, That centers on it being a repetitive, uh, as he puts it, shooting gallery. And the Half-Life games, uh, for all they're worth, are basically shooting galleries. Uh, Nothing happens that is uh, unpredictable. Enter Left 4 Dead, which is based entirely on uh, unpredictability and uh, emergent behavior. My guess is that Valve said, wow, this is incredible. People are responding to it well. We see some great potential in game development here. We don't want to go back and create Episode 3 in the likeness of uh, its forebearers because it's going to be a shooting gallery. I think they're waiting for some new technology to uh, better realize their vision. Or is Half-Life yeah. 3 the
1: next Duke Nukem Forever?
0: Uh, possibly. Ivy." <laughs> Maybe. I, I think Valve will deliver but I I don't believe that 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 episode 3 or Half-Life 3 is going to be anything like um the uh, the predecessors. Well, may, one of the theories
2: sense. that I've heard that kind of ties into yours Mike is that Valve uh holding it back until they've um yeah they want to launch new technology. Uh most people have speculated the whatever the next graphics engine is going to be Source 2 or whatever. Um, Half Life Two was the first to use the original Source engine, I believe.
1: I believe you're um, right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so I, th- I th- yeah, this theory that I've heard is that they're waiting to use uh, uh, Half Life Three as a sort of jumping off for of the Source Two platform. Um,
0: and again, I, yes. I, I would be very surprised if it did not incorporate another leap forward in uh, artificial intelligence. I just, I, I see Valve as in investing so much in Half-Life that uh, it would wait until it knew that uh, that game was going to be uh, groundbreaking.
1: What's interesting, too, about Valve is th- while they make outstanding games, they behave more like a... Uh, a uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? They behave as if their engine is actually their primary product yeah. and not their games. Yet yes, still they, they are not selling the source engine to anybody. Yes. Are they? Mm. I don't think there are any third I I don't think you can buy the source engine.
2: Yes, I've not seen any games that use the source engine outside of their own products. So right. maybe you maybe you're right.
1: But it's still it's strange because every other aspect about the company, they do. They behave as if the source engine is really their true love. And these games are simply playgrounds for the engine in the same way like the Lord of the Rings was Tolkien's playground for messing with linguistics. You know, to him, the stories were just window dressing. It It was the creation of language that was his masterwork.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's an interesting perspective and I think that does uh, uh, define Valve to a degree that they are engineers and pioneers and architects and they let artists and performers in as well to, <laughs> to, to uh, uh, elaborate and, and kind of garnish these, uh, these creations and make them right. into entertainment vehicles. At the same time that uh, Sony is pondering the future of its current console, Nintendo is presenting to the world the future of its console family with uh, Project Cafe. Tell us a little about it, uh, James.
2: So, the last couple of weeks, rumors were swirling around the, uh, the games industry presses that uh, a new console had been shown to various members of the press, I believe, and um, leaks were coming out about supposed information of the the new system, uh, especially relating to the supposed controllers. Um, since then, uh, Nintendo have actually commented on all the, the rumours uh, saying that their new system will be uh, announced officially at this year's E3, which is in June, I think. I don't have the date uh, in front of me, but I think believe it's in June. And it will also be playable there as well, so that's all the official words, but I thought we could uh, just discuss some of the somewhat outlandish rumors uh, that have been going around and maybe speculate on what we'd like to see. Um,
1: Well, I'll I'll tell you, I would actually, the, the rumor that's had me going for the last week is the idea of having a screen in every controller. Okay, it sounds outlandish because who's going to buy a controller that's probably going to cost eighty or hundred dollars? And mm. I'll tell you who's going to buy it: me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, are for, you for, mad? Are you insane? <laughs> no, I'm a Mario Kart fan, <laughs> and nothing to me be mirror. more awesome either a rearview mirror <laughs> oh, or. Wow. Like I have hosted Mario Kart parties and have dreamed of hosting even grander Mario Kart parties, where you know really your television screen only exists for the audience, and everyone else is playing this game locally on a small screen. So it it stops the uh, the issue of being able to cheat by seeing somebody else's location on the course, and it just would make the game so much more dynamic. Now, I have absolutely no ideas how else you could use this, um, (laughs) but it would make Hmm. Mario Kart absolutely amazing. Actually, the only other instance I could think of where I've seen similar things were uh, back on the GameCube. um, There was the option to link Game Boy Advances with certain games and use them as controllers. Um, Very cool idea. Um, I actually used this with uh, Zelda the Wind Waker, Um, You were able to unlock a new mapping system if you had a Game Boy Advance links to Mm. your your GameCube. Um, Another great game, I cannot remember what it was called. There was a Pac-Man adventure game that was awful, like called Pac-Man World or something. Well, one of these games shipped with a new version of Pac-Man called, I think, Pac-Man Versus. Yes. In which... what was it? Was one person Pac-Man on the big screen and everyone else was ghosts on Game Boy Advances, or vice versa? Yep. Um, That's great. It was great because no one knew what the other person was doing. Um, very hard concept to explain, but definitely I, I urge anyone who's interested to look up videos online of this in action because it, it was perhaps the, the best implementation of this technology I'd ever seen. The idea of secondary screens um and when you think about it two other systems have done this in the past uh dreamcast did this with their virtual memory unit uh you were able to say pick football plays um on this secondary screen so no one would know what play you were calling by seeing a contextual menu up on your television for all to see you know oh all right you're gonna blitz this turn great um so for, for sports games this is great um yeah, I, I I hope there is some truth to this. My only concern would be, and the only thing that would make me think that maybe this is just a rumor, is cost. Um, I'd imagine it still is going to add considerable cost to put even a rudimentary LCD display onto any controller. But um, we'll see about that.
2: Yeah. Um, I th- I think this rumor sort of plays with the overall sort of rumor that uh, they all seem to be agreeing on is that this is going to be a console for hardcore gamers. Um, Nintendo uh, going back after the fans rather than the the audience they fostered with the Wii. Um, so, you know, these crazy kind of innovations of screens and controllers make a bit more sense if that is the direction the new console is going in. Um, uh, other rumors that have been going around is that It'll either be on par, uh, horsepower-wise, with the PS3 and Xbox 360, or or slightly above. Um, that's one of the sort of conflicting sets of rumors out there. Um, what else has there been said? Um, there's also there's been um, something about a downloadable system. Obviously, Nintendo not that uh, up on the ins and outs of online gaming as much as the other of the big three. A um, the, the, name was being bandied around called Stream. That would be hmm. uh, a maybe a streaming service like um, what's the one that's out in America now? <sighs> oh, I
1: can't remember what it's called now. Oh, uh, OnLive.
2: OnLive, yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. So there's just been a few of these tidbits supposedly leaked from uh, respectable sources, and the whole of the internet is uh, speculating. Um, but I mean, what do do you guys, what would you guys want from a new Nintendo console at this point? Um, I mean, Mike, you, you're not the biggest Nintendo fan, but does any of this sound interesting? Does
0: the potential with new technology uh, make this interesting at all to you? Well, I think my interest is uh, a detached one, and it's in terms of console generations. I think we can agree that the beginning of the latest uh, generation, um, which is populated by the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3, and uh, the Nintendo Wii, uh, was a very uh, uh, heralded and uh, uh, celebrated transition um, we all looked forward to the, uh, the 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 success of the of the three and uh, how the the big three were approaching video gaming from uh, very very different vantages. Um, it's been a kind of a long dynasty. Uh, look at the original Xbox came out in two thousand one, was replaced by two thousand five. Here we are in two thousand eleven, and Microsoft seems to have no plans to uh, substitute. Uh, the uh, the xbox 360 but for a uh, a smaller slim version so you have to ask yourself is there going to be any kind of uh, competitive response as there would have been i think uh, in years previous or is this the beginning of uh, a staggered more modular competition between the uh, the major console uh, manufacturers in which Nintendo moves off in uh, another direction and has uh, has this, perhaps, um, uh, hardcore-focused uh, release. And uh, Sony is uh, pleased with the longevity of its PlayStation 3. And Microsoft is continually able to uh, accommodate the uh, advances in development with the Xbox 360 to a point and uh, can certainly facilitate the needs of gamers with Xbox Live, and uh, neither uh, company sees any reason to uh, to try to keep up with the Joneses. I find right. that really and interesting. I
1: think money uh, has a huge part to play in this, too, in that... Well,
0: the R&D N- is going to be
1: incredible. Right. Nintendo is nowhere near as invested um, into the Wii as Microsoft has been with the Xbox 360, or certainly Sony's been with the PlayStation 3. Nintendo has all the freedom in the world to develop a new platform and start selling it because they were never recouping costs to begin with. Um, From the get-go, the Wii has been ridiculously profitable for Nintendo. I'd I'd assume it's the most profitable uh, home console they've released in a decade, if not more so. Um, The only thing I could even see competing with it was maybe the original Nintendo um, I don't have the numbers to back that up so I'm simply speaking uh, off the cuff here mm-hmm. but it just anecdotally a- anecdotally would make sense but yeah I, I think that this uh, Sony and Microsoft they will try to keep their current systems marketable for as long as they possibly can and Nintendo doesn't seem that urgent to uh, or they don't seem that hard pressed to uh Come out with something necessarily better than those systems, either. Mm-hmm. They never um, have. Right. They've proven that a standard definition system can sell like hotcakes. So all they really need to do is add, you know, some reasonable HD graphics to a console and um, keep pushing forward new control dynamics mm-hmm. rather than new graphics technologies. And that's worked for Nintendo brilliantly for the last decade, really. I mean, their their innovations have always been in terms of user interface, um, not in terms of graphics. And they're also a company that's always excelled at making a lot with very little graphics power. Um, I think the GameCube and some of the GameCube games looked brilliant. In fact, I would say that they were some of the best-looking games of that console generation. Um, but th- it certainly was not the most powerful console
0: mm-hmm.
1: looking at you know the Xbox or the original Xbox or the PlayStation 2. Um, but that's not to say the GameCube could not produce and output beautiful games. Um, yeah, it, it, it will be interesting to see. That's a, a very good point. I, I think that talking about generations is... Kind of passé, right? Because, can you
0: can yeah. can either of you see an, a deepening compartmentalization of uh, console sales of the console market? Will it become uh, a, a, a duel between Microsoft and Sony, while Nintendo stakes out its own neutral territory and kind of orbits the uh, the two?
2: Yeah, I think they've proven that they can do that already with the Wii. Is obviously. From the beginning, they pitched it as a something that won't take, you know, a, a separate demand on gamers' wallets than uh, mm-hmm. than the Xbox and the PS3.
0: And if, I would only uh, say though that the, the, the exception to that statement is the fact that when you have major releases, there is a uh, a Wii port as well. And I wonder yeah, if perhaps I don't know. If if you'd see more uh, more releases intended for the Wii, I don't know if it would mean more work by by Nintendo itself because they seem to know their equipment the best and find the uh, the most effective uh, uh, interpretations of it. Um, you know, but it, you see what I mean that, that sometimes the the Wii comes out as a as a me too. So okay, here's Modern Warfare two, except with fairly crummy graphics. Um, yeah. would we see less that, of that?
2: M- I, one of the speculations was that this would actually combat that that they were putting out a new system that's more on par with the Xbox and PS3 to make it more easy for developers to port their games across successfully um, kind of like the NGP uh, will be making it really easy to port PlayStation 3 games over because they're so graphically similar Um uh, but at the same time, they could be diverging um, further from what we expect from the game's console cycle. Um, another sort of uh, discussion I heard was that perhaps Nintendo were going to keep the Wii running uh, as their like, casual gaming machine and launch this new system to run alongside it, uh, mainly for the hardcore gamers and these ports from xbox and ps3
0: yeah to that end it almost sounds like a mark II. like uh uh, this era for nintendo might be bifurcated that perhaps three-fourths of of the seventh generation is occupied uh by the wii and then the wii is in a in a way succeeded by this one and perhaps it carries over into the eighth generation i don't know maybe but yeah, this is all rumours
2: and speculation so far, but uh, uh, time will tell. We can wait till June, I suppose. Um, Ed, do you have any... Leave it
1: there, or Ed, do you want uh, I think we're going to leave it there because uh, okay. my neighbours begun leaf-blowing. <laughs> <No, laughs> yeah, I can hear that. Okay.